Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. You should be saving for the future, but savings accounts suck and investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting, and it's only available in our new app, Stairs. Stairs offers 4 to 6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit stairsapp.com today. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. Hawaii hurricanes? I'm still in awe right now. <laughs> I know. That's the, I, I can't believe I actually found that out from Webmaster Radio, the news in between the shows. That's the first <laughs> I heard of it. But uh-huh. I, as you know, I lived there for a couple of years, and that's got to be devastating. We, it, it, oh man! I, luckily, we didn't have anything like that while I lived there. But we, we well, did have a tsunami warning, and we had a big party because it didn't hit us. But <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's I, I go there, you know, as every year if I can. And my wife did live there for a while too. And and it's, you know, we went there after one of those tsunamis, very very small ones. But it had still caused a bit of damage, and that wasn't very big. Like, it was tiny. Can you imagine what Storm Search is going to do? Oh, yeah. It's going to be crazy. Oh, there's a, so there's so a, lot, a lot of business, a lot of buildings, a lot of population very close to the beach in Hawaii. Oh. Storm Surge will be nuts. Paradise may not. No, it's just not right. There's something they, wrong with the universe. They will survive. They will survive. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Keep, keep, keep them in your prayers and thoughts, everybody. Yeah. Well, I'll be watching this like crazy, but uh, I guess we should get to something that's a little more relevant. Darn it. Um <laughs> Okay, so where do we begin? It's been an interesting day. I guess we should start with yeah. HTTPS. I mean, it's pretty yeah, much the biggest news out there. That's the biggest thing that's happened in the past few days, for sure. So uh, today, I believe it was today, uh, Google released uh, news that there is a now, HTTPS is now a ranking factor. In other words, if you have a secure website, and all, you know, they're talking entirely secure, uh, that's even the normal content pages are secure, that will give you a boost. Now, the the funny thing is, is just how everyone is going crazy over this, as everyone could predict. And uh, well, it's, uh, not, like, it's, not, it's not like our industry to overreact to anything, is no, it? No, no, never, <laughs> no, never. Uh, <laughs> well, it's it's interesting to me because they very specifically stated that it's only impacting one percent right yeah. now of of <laughs> of searches. And even the 1% that it's impacting, they very explicitly said it's a very small impact. It's like, you know, title tags still have way, way more importance than HTTPS does, right? 
So it's a very small percentage of sites are being impacted. And uh, my guess, a lot of other people's guesses, is it's really sites like banking sites and things that should be secure like that are the ones that are being initially targeted for this. Of course, they don't tell us, but you know, it makes the most sense to me anyway. What do you think, Ross? Uh, it, okay, so 1%, yeah, I would say it's in, insignificant compared to the million other things you could be doing on your site. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. I mean, if everything else was equal, perhaps this would give you an edge, according to Google. Yep. But so. but history also tells us they like to step into things gently. It yep. doesn't mean six months from now they don't say, we like this. Now everybody has to be secure with everything. Just like, <laughs> oh, yeah, not provided to only be less than 10% of your keywords. <laughs> yeah. It, it's 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 something to keep an eye on, something to track. I wouldn't go out and hire a developer today to change your site. And there's a lot of if you do, there's a lot of things you need to do and make sure you get done right to make sure that transition from from non secure to secure doesn't screw you over as a, from an organic standpoint too. So keep that in mind. Um, what are, what are some of the things people should keep in mind when they're doing that, Ross? Just because um, I hear you typing, and I don't want you typing when you should be talking. Well, <laughs> uh, what should they be doing? Well, obviously, uh, if they're going to take undertake this this update, if they're going to do it, make sure you're using someone who's qualified. Uh, one of the jokes out there is, "Damn it!" I, 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 one of the ones I saw on Twitter was, uh, "Okay, well, I'm now offering a new service in SEO. That's SSL <laughs> implementation. <laughs> it's going to be huge. Um, wish I had stock in SSL, etc., etc., etc." And yeah, it's going to be all over the place. You're going to see it pop up everywhere, and don't be the first adopter. Um, that's as simple as I can make it. I mean, if you're going to, you're going to have to do a lot of homework because it is. It's good once it's done. Even Google says, "Yeah, it's pretty much effortless once it's done." But getting that done, you're going to run into a lot of issues. Yep, you have to do you have to do site transitions because remember when you're going from HTTP to HTTPS. You've now changed the URLs to every single page of your site. So every single page of your site now needs a 301 redirect, right, to transfer that equity from one version to the other, which is one of my main concerns about this whole thing. Because if you have to put those redirects in place, which you do, um, even if you're launching a brand new site, you need to redirect from the non-secure to the secure version, right? So no matter what, there's going to be a redirect in place to get people to the secure version of your site. What does that do to your link profile? Most Mm -hmm. links do not come in secure. So every single link to your site is now going to be a redirected link. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And hopefully we're going to get some clarification on that from Google soon because, you know, you could be shooting yourself in the foot from that perspective and and kill any rankings you have just because all your links are now redirected. So it's, it's confusing. It's something to be cautious about, something to keep an eye on. But like Ross said, don't just jump into this be cautious. Yeah. And, 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 you know, the companies that will probably jump into this are the ones who need every single advantage possible and have big budgets that can afford to make this happen. Um, and you know what? Power to them. You know, they can be our, our guinea pigs. Uh, <laughs> you know, like the yep. JC Pennies out there, all these people who, you know, they already have SSL and just about everything anyway. Why not just implement it? Say what? Not to say it's going to be easy. No matter what, it's going to be brutal. But they may go for it because they need that extra little kick. And it, it probably will be a good idea for them. And they're probably in the markets that it's not even Im- impacted anyway. 
You know, yeah. they're not going to be a bank, you know, <laughs> and, and even if they are. And another, that brings up another question. You know, if you only have a few pages of your site secure, do those pages get a boost or is it just a domain level um, increase? So are they are they giving individual pages a boost? So if you have some pages secure, some pages not secure, um, there's a lot of questions still. <laughs> Which I'm sure will be absolutely beaten into oblivion in no time flat. Uh, yes. I'm talking about it. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, so so, but that brings us uh, that brings us to another recent update. Google the pigeon update, and I just wanted to update. We talked about that last week. I'm um, pretty decent, but there's been some some updates in that over the last week. Just want to make sure everybody's up to speed on. Um, when it first came out, um, Moz and a couple other people that had automated tools tracking all this stuff said there was a really large percentage of, of change happening because of this update. Well, it turns out that that wasn't exactly true. Uh, what happened was when they did this update, they changed the URL structure and the, the parameters they use in the Google URLs. Um, and the tools didn't realize that there was a URL structure change, so they were reporting wrong data because – because basically the URLs changed, so it, the, the the impact of Pigeon wasn't quite as strong as initially reported. It's it's still strong. There's still a lot of changes happening because of it. Um, the uh, one boxes are being Im- impacted dramatically. A lot of them going away. A lot of them becoming smaller. Certain verticals are not seeing any anymore. Like uh, real estate. If you're a real estate agent, forget your local one box. They just pretty much disappeared for real estate agents. Um, there's a couple verticals where that's happening. Um, but so, so again, it's something to keep an <laughs> SEO, eye on. SEO, for example. <laughs> yeah, SEO. Actually, SEO, actually, SEO came back. Oh. They, they got rid of – it used to be SEO in Cleveland or SEO in Victoria, for example, didn't show a one box um, because of Pigeon. We're starting to see them again for SEO-related oh. terms. Well, now so, I'm just – I've got to see SEO. See. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all your competitors but you. And I can help you with that, Ross, if you need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be a case study in the show. No, it's not there yet. Figures. No. I don't think there will be in ours. Uh, yeah. Oh, well. So just just wanted to update you on that. You know, again, this is this is just anytime Google sneezes, people freak out. And there's things we need to watch and things we need to be stay on top of, but always be aware that the first news you get is probably not exactly accurate. Not because it's not being reported what they know, but because it's probably gonna change. Now where is this now one thing I did see, and I, I have to admit I, I, I went by it and didn't get a chance to really look into it, was that they had removed the uh, um, authorship information from Google Webmaster Tools. Yeah, they, it's, it's gone. So, so a few weeks ago, people started reporting issues with it. Now, are you familiar with it? The, the, uh, yeah, I remember seeing it. It would show where your stuff was showing yeah, up. If, if you go into Webmaster Tools and there's a little tab on the, in the left-hand navigation at the bottom called, I think it's called Labs, and it's just kind of like they used to have Google Labs and they do all these projects and try things out like Gmail came from Google Labs. Well, yeah, they, had yes. this la- they have this Labs link in your Webmaster Tools for some experimental kind of data. One of the things that used to be under there is called, was called Author Stats. And you could click on Author Stats and see your articles that, you, that they know that were attributed to you via authorship. And you could see some information about how often they were being clicked and, and so some basic information to show you how good your content was doing. 
a few weeks ago, people started seeing some of that content disappear. So it used to like list, you know, all the stuff you'd written. A couple weeks ago, I, I saw people saying, well, it's only given me the last 30 days worth of things I've written. Or I'm not seeing everything. Some stuff's gone away. And it just started dwindling. And now it's they just kind of quietly removed it altogether. So for most people, it's gone completely. If you still see it, expect it to be gone soon. Um, it was actually interesting. It was on um, within our uh, community, SEO 101 community in Google+. Plus. Someone mentioned that, that they thought this was interesting. It wasn't a good sign for uh, Google+. Plus. I, I don't think that's an issue at all, though. No. And actually, they also – just yesterday, there was an interesting report on search engine land, I believe it was, um, that – the uh, author photos still live on. You can still find search results that show authorship photos. And they're really only I've, – I've done it for myself and I've seen my, my authorship photo a couple of times. But it, it's, it's really tied to things you post in Google+, which is interesting. You really only see your authorship photos if it's a Google Plus listing that shows up in the search results. Um, the only ones I've ever seen for myself, believe it or not, are things that I shared privately with people. So no one else has seen them but me. Um, there's some examples that other people showed where the people that you're connected to or are in your circles or you're in their circles, um, you'll see authorship photos um, if it's a Google Plus listing that shows up in the search results. So it's you can still see them. You can still find them, which tells us that they didn't go away. They just severely changed how they're dis- and when they're displaying them, which is another signal, like you said, Ross, that means the authorship – back-end functionality really isn't changing. It's just the way that they're displaying stuff and the data they're giving us now through Webmaster Tools is gone. But how authorship works and why it's still important and, and the reasons that you implemented it in the first place or should implement it are still there. And you should still do it and still stay with it. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think that uh, Google's in kind of a – I wish they were a little more transparent right now because, you know, why would they want to foster any doubt in any of their current – Programs. I mean, they pretend they don't care, but that would be pretty stupid considering they're a public company. Um, you know, Google Plus, they've invested $500 million in it alone, at least at the beginning. So never mind what they've done now. Yep. How, you know, why aren't they just saying, no, 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 this is still a major, uh, major push for us, et cetera, et cetera. But there are, yeah. As long as you're talking, as long as you're on Google Plus, it's interesting. I read some data just the, earlier this week because I was putting together a presentation. And Google Plus is solidly the second largest, most active social network out there. I mean, really solidly. I mean, not including YouTube. I mean, I, I still have a hard time calling YouTube a social network, but I guess it is. I'd rather call it a search engine, but it's not that either. But, uh, <laughs> but literally, I mean, I think it's act, monthly active users. Twitter has over 150 million monthly active users. Google Plus is over 350 million monthly active users. It's a. I don't understand why people are still so Google Plus shy, if you know what I mean. Well, one second here. I've got uh, monthly active users now. It was, I guess, 2013, so it's not super new, but it was from a, a search engine journal post. And Facebook has 1.15 billion monthly active users. Google that's Plus a, that's, has. That, that's incorrect already. Okay. Well, that's how many users they have, and they're not all active. Even Facebook has said at least 25% of their accounts are duplicate accounts. Well, exactly. And that didn't make any sense because that's yeah. exactly how many users they had in this document. But, um, and then Google has 359 monthly active, million uh, monthly active users, and with Twitter down to 215 million and so on. Um, yeah. But yeah, the, the point is it is second. And even if 
you know, even if these were right, it's not bad. But uh, yeah. uh, the fact that, that Google has one billion users, Facebook. only 500. No, Google actually, uh, according to this, too. Oh, that's um, right. They did, they did announce that, but I, I think it's bullshit because they're. Well, that's just it. I was about to say 500 yeah. million were where they were at when they started because of Gmail. Yeah, because they're counting, they're <laughs> counting Google accounts. And they're saying yeah. all Google accounts are G plus accounts. That's not really true. <laughs> exactly. So it's it's quite false, and that's why there's only 359 yeah. million active users. And, and, <laughs> that's a and, and, cut. Yeah, and and don't forget to bleep me out, Brasco. <laughs> I keep I keep forgetting our our friends at iHeartRadio don't like that. <laughs> um, well, I, you know what? On that note, let's take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we'll jump into some more news here. Brasco break. SEO 101 will be back right after this. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, so social the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your facebook contest and sweepstakes create a fun easy to win contest by writing a simple facebook post watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction track your traffic and generate email lists with ease so social is mobile friendly and complies with facebook terms of service let so social give your facebook page some flash today zoom over to zosocial.com InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Paywin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at InternetMarketingNinjas.com. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And welcome back to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm, hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc., and, uh, well, MarketingHigh.com, because I haven't talked about that for a while. Oh, yeah, that's true. How's that going? <laughs> um, I'm finally getting back on the bandwagon. It's funny because I, 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 you know, having startups when you're trying to run another business is tough. Uh, you gotta, I mean, I, I could answer questions if they came in. But doing the marketing for it's a whole nother ball of wax. So we're we're jumping back in that again. But uh, what, what about your uh, what about Scott? I thought he was like he, he's probably got a lot of spare time, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, he makes me look I, bad. He works so I, hard. I see him on Facebook like all the time. I think, man, 
Ross must not have much for him to do. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Didn't mean to throw you into the bus there, Scott. Apologize. <laughs> I'll make sure he listens to this one just to this. <laughs> yeah, no, no. He, he, I tell you, man, that guy can crank out work. He does a great job. So thank God. Um, but uh, so we were talking about Hawaii a little bit of there uh, ago, and you were just mentioning, or no, it was Brasco was just mentioning. Danny Sullivan is, uh, of course, one of the, uh, I guess, uh, in a good way, the mouthpiece of our industry. Um, I, don't, I, I don't think we should let people listen to this show if they don't know who Danny Sullivan is. That's true. I'm just saying. <laughs> he is in Hawaii right now, and apparently he's having a field day doing like shots of what's going on in the news and telling people how it is there. And, you know, he's, he's going all uh, weather journalist on us. So pretty funny. Uh, I don't think I'd envy anyone being there right now considering their vacation is getting a little wet. Put it mildly. Yeah, wow. I was in Florida during the year we got hit by forums. And Brasco was there too, so I know it's not fun. I, I don't envy anybody that's living through that. <sighs> anyway, so you wanted to talk about Google domains. So uh, what's new on that front? I've, I've been doing presentations prepping for them all week, so I had my head just buried in sand. So, so, so we, we've heard about this for a while now. We've known that Google is a registrar and that they have access to the registrar domains. And then a month or two ago, we, we heard – some rumors about them preparing to offer domains as a service to the public. And, and there was some discussion about why they're doing that. And a lot of people didn't realize that they already were a registrar. People were saying, well, they're doing that so they can get access to the registrar data. Well, they already have that. Um, but recently, as, as recent as maybe two weeks ago, um, it was John Mueller who put out on Google Plus that he... You should be saving for the future, but savings accounts suck. And investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting, and it's only available in our new app, Stairs. Stairs offers 4 to 6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit StairsApp.com today. If you've got a passion for pumpkin, you've got to get to Dunkin' and pick these up. Our new pumpkin cream cold brew. Smooth, bold cold brew topped with velvety pumpkin cream cold foam. And our delicious pumpkin spice signature latte. Rich espresso topped with whipped cream, caramel drizzle, and cinnamon sugar. And our perfectly pumpkin donuts, munchkin treats, pumpkin muffins, and more. That's how we pumpkin at Dunkin'. Pick your pumpkin at Dunkin', like our new pumpkin cream cold brew. Pumpkin spice signature latte. And our perfectly pumpkin treats. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply had invites to Google Domains accounts that he can give away. So apparently mm -hmm. through, through Googlers, um, they have some invites that they're giving away to people specifically to be able to go to Google to buy and manage your domains. Um, some of the stipulations, however, is they, they're looking for people that only have a few domains. I think they, they want them like 10 or less domains, which is a, kind of a signal that they're looking to do this mainly for small business and small players, not for big marketers or domain collectors. They're not doing it in my mind, to be in the domain business. I think it kind of goes along with a lot of stuff they're doing where they're doing hosting and, and they're trying to help small business do better online. And John, same, of course, at the same John, time, John, make, John. make money. You, doing forgot it. Your, you forgot your ginkle this morning. Uh, we talked about this last, last episode. We did? <laughs> ginkle. All right. 
fine. But, but, <laughs> but, but anyway, um, just, just, just to keep you guys updated, I've reached out to some contacts. I'm kind of in the process of trying to get a account myself. So if, and when I do, I'll let you know, um, how it works and if it's any better than the, my current registrar service. Yeah. You'll, you'll send up and you'll sell them at a premium of a hundred dollars each, right? No, no, no. <laughs> keeping it. Not until I get my own invites and then I'll, I'll make some deals. You think you'd actually use them? I, I don't think I would use Google for my domains. Don't you? I think I would. I don't, uh-huh. I don't, have, I don't have anything to hide. Why wouldn't you? Unless you got something to hide. <laughs> I just think well, too many eggs in one basket, personally. What, but. What, do you, what do you get to hide, Ross? Come on, open up. We're <laughs> friends. I've known you for years. We're friends. You can tell me. I won't tell you anybody. No. so let's leave it at that (laughs) Um, well we like to smoke the the odd cigar I guess that's pretty common uh, pretty well known in the show I like my cigars even thank you (laughs) yes I won't tell you what brand I brought to John when I was in the States you can tell him the brand just not where it was made (laughs) (laughs) true true yes yummy Cohiba Yes, it was, it was very nice. It was, it was. Um, in fact, I, that one recently, we had uh, some beautiful Cohibas direct from Kiba from a friend of mine. He came to Victoria and, uh, oh my God, best ones I've ever, ever had. Really? You bought them, bought them from Cuba? Yeah, he, he um, it mixed, well, we can do that here. Um, <laughs> it mixes with Kraken to make like a caramel flavor. Oh, oh nice. It was incredible. Cigars and, and Kraken. Kraken the rum, in case you're you got not it. familiar. <laughs> wow, that was awesome. Is, is, is the show over? I got something I need to go do real quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, uh, one thing that I did notice was that uh, I, kind of, I kind of, just as a hobby, like to find out what's going on with Bing. <laughs> um, and this is kind of interesting. They've launched a few updates. Um, and more out of interest, one of them looks intensely an update that looks rather knowledge graph like and of course they've had this for a while but i guess they've enhanced this a bit um and i'm quoting this from search engine land um bing used a search for audacity software to show how its entity pane that's what they like to call it includes a product description with the software's official logo cost information trusted download links and product reviews and of course, Microsoft being Microsoft, they made it a lot easier to find their own products <laughs> if you do any kind of Microsoft-based search. Nice. <laughs> um, the, they say that they're focusing more on developer-friendly avenues as well, which you can do more non-alphanumeric modifiers, uh, you know, plus-plus operators, bracket functions, and such, to within your searches to get results. Um, I. Can't say I'd done a lot of that before, but apparently that is a big change over the last, the last while. So, interesting. Yeah, it's it's kind of those things that were built into search engines back when you know only geeks used them, and they used programming kind of kind of languages to when they did their search queries. And once the search engines became much more mainstream, like Google, and Google even got rid of my favorite one, the Plus one, and I won't go into it, but they, they really help. It really does. They do. And, and actually, I'm going to have an article. I'm hoping this well, – it's up to Jen when she's going to post it. Um, uh, but I'm going to have a post on vsempost.com, and it's going to be on um, – Which is a good site. They've been putting out some good stuff recently. Yeah, yeah it is. Um, uh, DNS wildcards and some interesting stuff I'd found online. I can't give much more away. But what was really fun is playing with some of the, the, the advanced search operators to find instances of, of poor use of DNS wildcarding. And uh, it's, it's an advanced 
t- article. So all those SEO true 101 listeners, you probably will find this completely boring and useless. Uh, anyone else who's got a little more of an advanced edge might find it interesting and, and fun this to read. Is- Send it to David Harry. He and I have been having a discussion on Google+. Plus. He's got an issue that I think is DNS wildcards or domain wildcards. Hmm. And, and he's, got, he's looking into it right now. Intriguing. I'll have to check that out. Um, I don't know whether or not uh, anything I'm talking about will have covered that area, but uh, you never know. Mostly, it was just a, a good find. So, so since, since you brought it up, let's, let's do a real quick, brief description. So if someone does read it, they don't go in cold. What Ross is talking about, and correct me if I'm wrong, you might be covering other stuff, is at least the issue that I've been de- dealing with and, and talking to David Harry about recently, is that you can set a server to have, um, in this particular case, subdomain wildcard. And what a wildcard means is you could put anything in there. You could put SEO 101 is the best radio show ever dot whatever your domain is dot com and your, and your website will show up. And you can put anything in there and it will always show up. Um, that's because there's a setting in your server that allows you to do that. Anything in the do- subdomain works, right? This causes issues, or at least from my perspective, because people type in, you know, if they put a link to your site with a typo, it could get crawled and then indexed. And it can be indexed with, I had a client one time in New Orleans, and it was, this was funny because I presented to the client the day after WrestleMania was in New Orleans, and the client had gone to WrestleMania, and he was talking about WrestleMania, he was a big fan, and it just so happened in my presentation, I was, he had this issue, and I was talking to him, and the one example that I had in the presentation was he had wwe.domain.com, and he had like 1,500 pages indexed under that. Just because E is next to W, somebody typoed it, WWE instead of WWW, and it was, it was kind of funny. But that, that can be an issue. Yeah, well, and, and that's exactly what I'm covering and uh, how to detect it as well on your website and your competitors. So it's, it's, it's really fun. So, this is so, the kind of stuff I, I, just enjoy, I really enjoy uh, writing. So. All right, did you cover how to get rid of them? Because that's kind of tricky if you uh, find them. Yes, I've linked to it. Even I dare not get into it without an expert. Um, but anyone who knows what they're doing, I've linked the, to the proper um, detail. But I'm just finishing up the article today, actually, and All sending right. it over. So it's it's fun. The best part about it is using, um, and, and I'll show you what search I used, um, using some of the advanced search operators in Google, I was able to find a very, very popular website in the interior design space that has the issue. And they may not love me after letting it out there, but hey, they're going to they're they're going to well, um, benefit sure from they, it, right? Make sure they fix it before you publish, because that can be, you know, this the the wildcard subdomains is one of the places if you know how to do it, that is a security mm. problem for me from from a negative SEO standpoint. People a lot of people say negative SEO doesn't exist, and it really doesn't the way most people describe it. But there are some things that you can do that can hurt competitors, and wildcard subdomains is one of the ways to do it. So don't oh, do man. that. Don't don't tell me I have to do that. Now I got to pause and not be able to publish. I was. <laughs> I was. Hey, I, you know, I it's up put to it you. There, if, if you like these guys or your client, you know, help them out. If not, go ahead and publish. <laughs> Oh, no. I mean, it's, I've got a lot of respect for them. I like them. I, I just think that this is something they can easily fix within a day. Um, it's a simple update to their server, and then bang, they've... It's they've not even an update. They log into admin, click a button, and they're done. Exactly. So, I mean, it, I don't think it's a big deal. Um, but it is an example. I wanted to show a live example, so I've got to keep them 
keep yeah. them keep their drawers down. Send me a link. <laughs> send me send me a link to your um, how to recover from it and get those out of the index because it is very tricky. And I want to. I'd, I'd love to review it for you because I've done it. And I know how it works. Um, yeah, so we we use it as a part of our detection in our audits. We always look for that issue, and oh, yeah. uh, we do too. It's, it's so many times we find it, and it's well, it's one of those things a person would not know how to do it. Anyone listening, if you want to know whether or not you have a DNS wildcard issue, just type in any subdomain. You can go blah 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 dot yourdomain dot com, and if you don't get an error page, if you get taken to your own site, and that blah 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 is still in the URL, and you see your homepage, you've got the problem. And you need to contact someone and have that fixed. And, and this article will talk about that. Um, so we'll, I'll link to it from our, our community page. Mm-hmm. Uh, so SEO 101 within Google+. And uh, from there, you can get right to it and, and hopefully get all the answers you need. And, and I, I do recommend that when you're typing in that, instead of typing blah, 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 type in John and Ross Rock. And that way, they'll see us in their log files and they'll wonder, who is that? <laughs> <laughs> just say There you go. Yeah. Or just SEO 101 rocks. I mean, it's a little yeah. faster. <laughs> but uh, there could be other Johns and Rosses out there. I don't want anyone to get confused. Yeah, they, no, none of the other Johns and Rosses count, though. No, well, no, but I mean that they don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, except, except John Mueller, he counts. Yes, he does. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I've talked to you about that actually. So let's uh, let's take a quick break, and we get back. We got a little bit here, and we'll tie it up. One will be back right after recess. Let's say it again. <laughs> Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. BubbleFast burst onto the e-commerce scene as a family-owned shipping supply provider back in 1999. The product line has grown, but Mark and Robin still own and operate BubbleFast as a family business. Being sellers themselves has taught them what online sellers need to safely and affordably deliver their products to their customers. BubbleFast is proud to be an active member of the community of online sellers. Mark and Robin sponsor seller meetup groups, share shipping tips and tricks through social media, and always love talking to customers and helping solve shipping challenges. Check out the website at BubbleFast.com. Sign up for the Bubble Briefs newsletter to join the BubbleFast family. Use promo code WMR to get a 5% discount. Or call Mark and Robin at 877-599-7447. Happy shipping from Mark and Robin at BubbleFast. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Okay, class. Take take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. 
Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm, hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. So I thought we'd uh, try and sneak in a question or two, but I actually got around and I was reading this long one, and it seems it's uh, not a question we need. So <laughs> here's another one. Um, and this is from AdSense Ninja. I'm hoping that it's still relevant here. It says, Hi there. I have a question regarding site sidewide links from must be sitewide from websites to developers that created these websites. I make WordPress themes and would like to release some freebies, but put a link to my website in the footer area. Should I use no follow attribute in these links? Quick answer: Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those links are no good anymore. I mean, it's it's sad, but really the fact is you just need a person to be able to find you through the footer, and there's really no benefit to having a follow on it anyway. Yeah, you would be doing your customers who download your your themes a a service if you added that as a no follow, because you know it used to be that that was actually a decent not a decent but it was an accepted uh, technique for developers and web designers to put links to the footer and they would get link years ago they would they were links themselves were discounted um, nowadays they actually could be seen as you know. Sketchy links. So you're you're doing your your customers or the people that download your files a service by making them no follow and actually protecting them as well as yourself a little bit. Yeah. Now, uh, I don't know when it comes down to uh, questions that have come up lately. Uh, I would I would say the biggest thing that's it's a bit driving me a bit crazy is I keep getting inquiries about link building, and you know I want I want to set it straight again for anyone that's listening. If you're talking about link building, you're not talking about the right thing. It's, it's, it's well, I've, I've beaten this to death. Uh, and it's, it's something that the gypsy David Harry likes to say, and it's link attraction. I'm still a big fan of that phrase. It's about creating the content that people want to read. It's about creating a site that people want to read and want to share. And that requires a strategy. It's not, it's not just you can't fly by the seat of your pants anymore. That's my thing. And, and I, I kind of think David's David's description of link attraction is already old. I think that you got to get the word link out of there because because of social media, because of you know it's more about authority building and citation building than anything these days. And, and authority building is what I call it because social media is part of the deal. Um, mentions, brand mentions are important. Links, of course, will always be important, but it's more about building authority than links. Fair enough. Dead, I would say that's uh, dead on. So um, now one thing I also wanted to mention is uh, I, I can't remember whether it was on the show or not, but I read about – oh, no, no. It was actually from MozCon. It was a discussion about the number of pages within your site and how much it's being indexed and how uh, one of the speaker's clients improved fairly dramatically in terms of, of crawl efficiency and – Sales, believe it or not, because they got uh, from extra rankings by cutting out pages in their site that were no longer indexed, or not indexed. Sorry, were so far out of date they really didn't have much benefit in being there. Um, as a result, on Stepforth, I actually blocked uh, six years, I think, no, five years of our historical posts. I mean, we've been around since '97. There's a lot of old stuff there, and I left it all open. And I decided, you know, screw it. I'm going to go and block those. So. I hope to have some information for everyone in the show on just how that's impacted our site. And, you know, we can be a bit of a guinea pig. So, so let's, let's talk about that for a minute. What exactly did you do? Did you just block in the robots.txt? What, what process did you do? Because there's yeah. a lot of things you could do that, that, that would help or wouldn't help. You know, I mean, 
let's get a little technical about this. Sure. Well, I, I wish I did really get technical about it. I kind of did it on the fly, but I just locked through robots.txt. Um, and perhaps I put it, should have just put on follow, you know, um, uh, no index follow on the pages. But I figured this would be the simplest, simplest route. So let's. So initially, what you do, you block them with robots.txt. Okay, that's right. That's fine. Oh, directories. Yeah, the old directories. It didn't do anything for you um, mm-hmm. be, because of two things. One, if there are, it would prevent any new pages in those old directories or, or any pages that are not indexed from becoming indexed. But any pages that are already indexed, blocking the robots.txt does not remove those from the index. So you actually you, you you have to go into Webmaster Tools now. Since you have blocked them, you can do this, but you have to go into Webmaster Tools and ask them specifically to be removed from the index, or they or they they could sit there for years still, right? Mm-hmm. Um, even if you were to add the no index. Well, I'm not trying to remove them from the index per se. What I'm trying to do is just remove the crawl. And if they do see that, they won't crawl them again. True. As as right. And that's really the benefit. I, I just wanted to. I, I'm, I'm what I'm working with is crawl budget. There's a certain amount that they will do on a, an immediate basis when they get to my site. I wanted them to focus more on the more, more recent content. And this way, you know, let's say I have only a uh, thousand pages or five okay. or two thousand pages are going to index. Well, at least now they're going to more likely to get to the pages that are more recent. And uh, I'm just playing around right. with that. No, There's no, a lot and, of ways of doing this. But that's and, I mean. and I'm glad we discussed it more because I didn't get that when you first described it. So that makes a lot more sense. So that, that does make sense. I'm interested to hear what that yeah. does. I don't know what it's going to do, but I'm kind of uh, – I never get a chance to run tests. I'm so damn busy and, and I kind of wish – I am always envious of the bigger companies that have people that can do this stuff. And, uh, well, well, we'll see what happens. I don't know. But uh, on that note – Anything else you'd like to add? I think at this point we better cut this. No, I think, that's, I think that's great. Okay. Well, like I said, I'll let you guys know how it goes, and uh, hopefully I can do a little case study on myself. We'll see. <laughs> so if uh, anyone has any questions out there they'd like to share with us, please feel free to post them on our Google Plus community page, easily found by searching SEO 101 on Google Plus. You can also email me via ross at stepforth.com, which actually someone did just the other day. Thank you. I'm always happy to help. And... Uh, well, you can also reach John Carcutt via Twitter at John Carcutt. Have a great week. And remember to tune into future episodes, which air at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, every Thursday on webmasterradio.fm. Have a great week. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com.